So get this, a blonde and a brunette walk into a bar, bathroom, and become best friends and start a podcast. Hey, what's up? I'm Ashley Volrath. I'm Jenny Valier, And you're listening to Miss Independence. Welcome back for this week's episode. Today we have a very special guest, Kelly Moser. Kelly Moser is a business leader, tarot advisor, and spiritual guide who lives in New York City but works with clients all over the world. Kelly's mission is to help others tap into and trust their own intuition, teaching them powerful tools they can use to create their careers, relationships, and lives of their dreams. That is so awesome. Can you just start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and something that we might have not mentioned already? Absolutely. Thank you both so much for having me. I'm so, so excited to be here. Hello to everybody at home. Um, a little bit about me. Let's see. So I, I am a tarot advisor, as you mentioned. I am so passionate about all things spiritual. Um, my, my goal is just to help people understand that we are all spiritual beings having human experiences and helping people um, <clears throat> tap into their own power. I think we're, we are living in this society right now where we love to give our power away to other people and things, and we love to turn to our friends every time we have to make a decision, which is great. But I think the really powerful thing is when we're able to come back to ourselves and trust ourselves as our highest guide, our best, our own best advisor, our best teacher, our best healer. So a little bit more about me. I work for a company called 305 Fitness during the day. I run um, their business operations. And then at night, I kind of transform into this magical fairy and I do readings for people all over the world, which is awesome. Um, And so I have this kind of, you know, for a while, I was kind of feeling like I was living in this polarity, like this, these, these two separate um, ways of living. But I've recently actually come to, to understand that actually how much these two different parts of myself, and these two very different interests actually really inform one another and make me better at both of them. So um, that's a, a newly found passion of mine is helping people kind of navigate these things that feel contradictory about them. We're taught that our personal brand has to look such and such way, and we have to speak this way and do this. And that's something else that I'm exploring as well right now. That is so interesting. Um, and I love that you mentioned that we can be multifaceted. Um, how did you get into you know, this lifestyle and career path? Yeah, so um, I graduated college. I actually went to school in D.C., so D.C. has a very special place in my heart. Um, and I moved to New York City. Um, I grew up in New Jersey, so, you know, living close to New York was something that was very familiar to me, but I'd never actually lived in the city under that level of just energetic bombardment, sensory overload all the time. And shortly after I started living in New York City, I started feeling extreme anxiety out of nowhere, almost panic on the verge of panic attacks at work, on the subway. Um, And it was really just kind of debilitating being that I had you know, experienced some levels of anxiety my whole life, but never to that degree where I just felt so overwhelmed. And so I started seeing a therapist and, you know, went through the whole traditional therapy method, which was really helpful. And I learned a lot about myself, but it still didn't feel like I was, you know, really tackling the root of the problem. And then I found um, a wonderful spiritual advisor who explained to me what it means to be sensitive to other people's energy. And that, you know, as soon as I heard that, as soon as I heard the word empath, which is somebody who absorbs other people's energies and emotions and feelings, then my whole life kind of made sense. And it made so much sense why living in New York felt overwhelming for me. So um, I started to understand that I was very sensitive not only to 
um, other people's energies, but a lot of psychic information that we're all really sensitive to. But when you live in a city with 8 million other people, um, the, that information comes to you a lot faster. And, you know, we have five senses that are really good at helping us make sense of the world around us. But when we're getting that level of intuitive information, um, we don't really know how to process that. So that lives in our body is just anxious, stored anxious energy with nowhere to go. So as soon as I started working with her, she um, she actually saw the gift in me um, that I would be a good tarot reader and advisor. Tarot is just the study of um, tarot cards. And so she said, I think you're going to be really good at this. I'm a Leo. That's my sun sign. And Leos are traditionally pretty good at reading tarot. Who knew? Um, so she gave me my first deck. And as soon as I started reading for people, doing these readings and intentionally tapping into energy and not just accidentally tapping into energy, you know, when I was on my way home from work, all of my anxiety started to disappear because I was finally, I had an outlet for all the energy that I was feeling, all the information that I was receiving. So tarot became actually like a therapy tool for me. And it's just an extra bonus that I get to help myself and other people at the same time. And now I find when I don't do readings for people for a period of time, that anxiety starts to build up again, which is just my body's way of saying, we've got a lot of energy to process here. So you know, um, practices like a more regular movement practice, watching, you know, my diet in a certain way, understanding what works for me in that regard. All of these things really helped me kind of get all of that anxiety under control. And today I'm, I'm anxiety free, which is crazy to say, because given how I felt not that long ago, just three or four years ago. So that's how I got into all of this. And once you get a little taste and you start to understand how much is out there, um, and you just understand all these levels of yourself and your soul that you didn't even know were there. It's, it's hard to come. It's hard to go back once you've understood how much is really out there. So, so that's how I got here. I think you were the perfect person to bring on during this pandemic, you know, when <laughs> yeah. everyone's anxieties are through the roof. And usually when we think of keeping up with our health, it's physical, you know, we never really think to focus on our spiritual health. So what uh -huh. would you say to people on why spiritual health is just as important? I mean, spiritual health is kind of the foundation of everything else that you'll do. Um, if you feel like you're in a solid place spiritually, you're going to want to go to the gym. You're going to want to turn on that free workout video at home. You're going to want to eat healthier for yourself. And all of these things work together, right? Like not, not one category is any uh, more superior than the other, but people I think also don't really understand what spiritual health, e spiritual health even is or what it means or what it looks like. And it's going to look different for every person. But for me, it's a really, really committed meditation practice um, and just a sense of constantly checking in with yourself, which I think is the most important thing that we can be doing right now especially when we're bombarded with everything on social media and the news. Oh my gosh, turning on the news is like, that's enough to send anybody to a spiraling anxiety attack. So I think this practice of all spirituality really is, is the relationship with ourselves and just this constant practice of checking in with yourself and answering yourself really honestly, I think is the most important thing you can do for your spiritual health, especially right now when our emotions are changing constantly hour to hour, minute to minute. And that's okay. So that's what I would tell people is just even if you, you know, you don't have to subscribe to any sort of dogmatic beliefs or religious beliefs, like spirituality isn't about imposing 
anyone else's ideas onto you. It's just simply about getting in touch with yourself and trying to understand what's really going on in there because there's a whole lot. That's so interesting. And I, I find what you do really fascinating. Um, and just to share the backstory of how we kind of came into contact, it about two days ago, you reached out to me saying that you had been listening to the podcast and, um, you know, you had liked every episode you had heard and you wanted to join. And, you know, recently my, I've been joking around with my boyfriend, um, reading hor- my horoscope. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just, I think it's crazy how the world and how life kind of works. It's just ebbs and flows. And, totally. um, it just, it's kind of crazy how you just so happened to fall into this, you know, conversation given that <laughs> situation and, having, you know, experiencing all of the craziness of life that's been taking place recently. Yeah. Um, I just, I'm just curious what exactly goes into reading people's intuition and how do you feel when you're able to determine certain aspects of someone's life or reading someone? Yeah, that's a great question. So I think what I do, um, all of all of what I do and all of what any of us ever do is all just a transfer of energies, just a conversation of energies, whether you're at a meeting with a client and you're trying to figure out if it's the right um, fit for you to work together. That's just an energy exchange. Words are being exchanged, but more than anything, it's the body language. It's the energy transfer. It's, you know, um, it just though it's all in the handshake. It's all in where you sit. It's how you sit. It's like, it's so much that is, hard to identify to the naked eye, but once you start to get in touch with what energy feels like in your body when you're experiencing your own energy or when you're experiencing the energy of someone that you love or the energy of somebody that drives you crazy, when you can start to um, identify what those different sensations are in your own body, that opens up a whole new world for you in business, in life, in romance. When you're dating somebody, you can tell instantly. And it's not from a place of judgment. It's not from a place of consciously or unconsciously judging somebody. It's just an understanding of chemistry and energy. So to me, when I'm reading for somebody, I don't have to be in the same room with that person. I don't have to know anything about them. Um, But I do ask for a photo of the person that I'm reading for because to me, I'm a very visual person. Um, I can tell energy from looking at somebody. So, and it's not to say that I judge people. I judge people on their energy. And I don't say this person has good energy or this person has bad energy. Energy just is, it's just a very direct experience. So there's not a lot of descriptive words that I can actually use to describe somebody's energy. It's just a feeling. It's just a knowing. And for me, I actually experience people's energy as colors. So you might have heard of people being able to see auras or, you know, detect auras. And I guess that's kind of what I do, even though I don't know if the word aura is the right word for it. But I just get a sense for people's, I just get a sense for people's energy. And to me, the way that that um, manifests, I guess, in my mind's eye is just through color. So But that's something that I had to figure out about myself. That's not something I was born knowing. So we all have intuitive abilities, all of us, whether we're aware of them or not. And the basic building block of understanding what your specific intuitive gifts are um, is energy and understanding how you experience energy. So um, I don't know, maybe later in the session, I can walk you guys through some exercises that will help you understand what your energetic gifts are, if that's interesting to you. 
Oh, absolutely. Awesome. <laughs> so for cool. a regular client, walk us through what happens during an appointment. Do they need to schedule a consultation or do they just send that picture and then right there is when it starts? How long does it take and what goes yeah, into absolutely. it? Yeah, absolutely. So my readings are actually a little bit different than um, some other readers out there. A lot of people love to do face-to-face readings. And while I love face-to-face readings over Zoom or Skype, um, I actually find that a lot of the information, the intuitive information gets lost in that medium. So what I actually prefer to do is write the reading um, beforehand. So I will get that photo of somebody. They'll submit a form on my website. It just asks where I can find you on Instagram. I'll stalk your Instagram for a little bit and just get a sense for what your energy is. And then I'll go ahead and pull your cards. Um, And then after I've pulled your cards, that's when the information starts flowing in. So that's when I just get really quiet. I find a cozy little spot in my home. I light some candles. I burn some sage. And um, that's when the information just starts coming through. And it channels to me through writing. So so the written form is really where I find I can deliver the best reading. So that's what I'll then send to my client. And then we will always chit chat after if they have any questions. Um, but it's convenient for both of us because we don't have to find that common time. Everybody's so busy to in, you know, today's day and age that it's really easy for the client to just digest that reading on her own time. Um, and it usually takes a few reads through to really internalize all the information. But, um, so that's kind of what the, the journey looks like, which is really fun. And then, you know, I, I, consider my clients my friends I have so many repeat clients which is I'm so so blessed to have and I feel like I always want to know afterwards like you know tell me how this is going in a couple weeks and I always love to follow up and see how things are actually playing out because that's really the most fun thing um and then I mean the thing about reading tarot is that I'm never actually giving anybody brand new information right tarot and intuition and any of this work is all about finding the truth that you already know you already know the truth inside of you and sometimes you just need somebody to shine a light on it for you and that's really what my job is so that moment when someone's like I knew this all along thank you for validating what I've been feeling or I've been too scared to admit that this is how I've been feeling um, those moments are really special because not only does it validate me as a reader but it's not really about me it's about this person being able to say I knew that already. Now I can trust myself even more next time. Um, and that's a really powerful moment. Is That's that piece about helping people step into their own inner knowing, their own intuition. So just to be clear, you can't tell when someone's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've never had that experience before. Um, I think a lot of a big misconception about tarot is that it predicts the future and it's about events. And my response to anybody who says that is that tarot is actually a lot more about energy and it's not so much about the you know exact events or the way things are going to happen or when, but it's telling you, here's the energy that's around you right now. This is what you're working with. Here's what you've been working with. Here's the energy that you will be working with based on what you're doing in your life right now. So everything's changeable at all times. I don't really know that much about when people are going to die. I can't tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can tell you, you know, this is where you're headed based on what you're doing right now. But I totally believe that we're constantly creating our own realities. And if you change something in the present, um, that'll ultimately shift, you know, what's coming down the line for you in the future. So no, I don't know how I don't know how to tell them people. Are I don't know if that's the answer you want. No, no, that's probably <laughs> the best. Um, but I definitely I understand what you're saying um, in terms of just being able to vibe with someone. I'm a Cancer, so I'm super emotional, and uh, I can 
feel for sure the people that I vibe with versus the people that I'm just kind of repelled against. Mm -hmm. And my boyfriend and I are a really great match in terms of our signs. Um, But overall, what has been a really interesting experience that you've had throughout your time of reading tarot? Oh, I have to tell you about this one time. This is maybe the craziest time. So when I'm reading for somebody and I'm, you know, in the writing mode, and I'm getting the downloads, um, things come in through. So we all have five sort of intuitive channels that you can tap into. And I'll tell you what those are. The first one is clairsentience, which means that you can feel the impressions. So they come in as intuitive impressions. It's um, feelings in your body. You might feel certain emotions. You could physically feel, you know, different tingles in your body in different places you could feel pain in different different parts of your body that's clairsentience clairvoyance is a big one that we all know about um but it's actually not as you know i don't know if you guys remember the show that's so raven raven was a clairvoyant and she would go into this like trance state where she you know all she could see is this vision and in my experience that's not really how clairvoyance happens to me, experiencing clairvoyance, which is how I experience most of my intuition, is more like I want. I, okay, so I'll ask you guys to remember um, a day earlier this week. Just see if you can call to mind, and everyone at home, I invite you to do the same. Just call to mind um, a visual experience of your one of your days earlier this week, and see if you can do that in your mind's eye right now. They're all starting to run together. <laughs> I know. <laughs> So true. I was trying okay, to remember so this, what I did this week. <laughs> not the best week maybe to do that. But the way that you kind of imagine or you remember um, certain visuals or snapshots in your mind, maybe that's exactly how clairvoyance um, comes through for me. So if you're sitting at home and you, you're thinking to yourself, oh, I get that all the time. I had no idea what that was, where you're just getting little visions, mental snapshots, but all in your mind's eye, nothing actually on the physical plane in front of you. Um, that's clairvoyant. So congrats, you're clairvoyant. Mm-hmm. Um, clairaudience is another way to internalize this information. That means that you're receiving messages um, auditorily. So not, again, not on the physical plane where you hear like as if someone's talking right in your ear, but more like in your in your mental, if you were to hear, you know, a voice, if you're, um, if you're reading a book and there's a little narrator's voice, it's kind of like that. So all of these ways to, to experience intuition are super, super subtle. Um, so anyway, back to my story. There are a few other um, ways to experience um, the energy, but they're much more rare. One is through like psychic taste and one is through psychic smell. And the third one is just cl- clear knowing. It's just a knowing. And there's not that much, there's not that much to say about it. It's just you get a hit of something and you just know. Um, so this crazy experience that I had was I did a reading for this client that I read for pretty frequently. And, um, he's a, he's a musical artist and I got the sense that he was feeling very stuck in what he was producing. He felt like he couldn't actually bring himself to put his album out, um, for a variety of reasons, all of which came up in the cards. And this one image that just kept coming to me was the image of Houdini in chains. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with that image, but you know, just the image of this like escape artist chained to this like glass you know, whatever, whatever it is. I don't even know. The image is also very unfamiliar to me. So I was doing my best to describe it. And he, when he read his reading that I sent over to him, he called me immediately and he said, how do you know what my album cover was? And I said, what do you mean? And he texted me a picture of his album cover and it's literally a oh, picture wow. of Houdini in these chains. Oh, and my- it freaked me out so much. I could not believe it. 
And anyway, long story short, this was months ago. And actually, I just realized he texted me two days ago to tell me that his album is releasing today at like as we're speaking, which is just wild. So things come full circle all the time, which is really cool. But that by far was one of the, the craziest things that I've experienced doing this. Wow, that gives me chills. Oh, my gosh. Um, and you had <laughs> mentioned that you creep on Instagrams and you can tell a lot from those. But when a lot of people are painting a picture on Instagram, how does that affect your work, you know, we're putting all the good stuff out there. Yeah, that's a great question. I don't really look at the context of the photos. I don't really care about who they're with. I don't care where they are. I don't care what they're wearing. I'm really just looking for their eyes. Um, And I think you can, you can't really hide your true energy. You can, you know, you can pretend to be somebody on Instagram, but I think your energy really can't be hidden in that way. But that's a great question. Um, And I I actually, I never want to know too much about somebody before reading for them because I don't want to have any preconceived notions or opinions on what they might be asking me about. So I really do just try to find like a few pictures that I think I can see you straight in both of your eyes. Some people will send me a picture with sunglasses on, for example, and, and I ask them to send a different picture. Um, so that's, that's a really good question, but yeah, I think just try not to be too influenced by what else is going on. I really just want to jump into the nitty gritty of like, (laughs) what is, what's going on with my life? What I'm, what am I (laughs) doing? Like, (laughs) Ashley wants yours red. (laughs) Let's do it. I actually, so before we do that, I would love to do one brief exercise where, um, we can all just learn how to tap into our, um, our own intuition and maybe experience a few of those things that I was just talking about. Does that sound cool? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So I'm just going to invite all of you to just take a few deep breaths in and let them out with just a full release of that breath. Start to feel yourself getting really centered, bringing your attention right here into the present moment. Just listening to any sounds that might be around you, whether they're nature sounds or city sounds or baby crying sounds or whatever it is. Just let all of that be okay. Awesome. And then when you're feeling really centered, I invite you to call in the image or impression or whatever feels right to you of somebody that you love, somebody that you just love so much. Just call it in, call in that image, that impression. And just let that person's energy and their spirit and their laughter just fill you up on the inside. I'll ask you to remember a really special time that you shared with this person, a really fun time. And just notice all the subtle changes that have just happened in your body. You might be feeling things physically, you might be experiencing things um, visually, you might be hearing, you know, sounds that remind you of this person, you might be smelling something, just let all of it, all of it flood in. Awesome. And now I would like for you to replace all of those wonderful feelings with um, the impression of somebody that you really can't stand. So just try to really experience this person in as many ways as you can, as if they were sitting right in front of you, just really ticking you off. 
and notice any changes that might have just happened transitioning from the really the person that you really love to the person that you can't stand. And I won't make you sit with that person for too long, so I'm going to ask you to go back to the original person that you love and shake all that yucky energy off of you. And when you're ready, I invite you to just open your eyes, come back to the room. I'd love to hear if either of you have anything that you want to share from that little experiment. I could tell my facial expressions would change and my mm-hmm. posture. Mm-hmm. When I, I can envision exactly where I was and what I was doing and then um, with the person that I love um and then my heart felt very full and um when i was with the person that i disliked my head i felt like was turning away like I, mm. mm-hmm. that's how mine was that that's weird like my head moved when she told me to think of someone that i despised and interesting cool yeah so that was just an exercise in um experiencing different kinds of energy And the more you do that, you'll start to notice, you know, going about your daily life. When you hear a song that you love, you're going to feel this expansiveness. It feels like sunshine. It feels happy and warm. And just take note of how that actually manifests for you, whether it's images or sounds or physical sensations. All of that is super, super helpful to understand when it comes to your intuition. And then the same thing when you are around people that you don't love, just what happens in your body, what physiological changes are actually happening. And that's going to open up so many doors for you to explore your intuition further. So thank you for participating in my exercise. Um, that's the whole, that's the root of your intuition right there. Intuition is really not this, um, you know, archaic, like confusing thing that people don't really understand. It's just, it's simply your body's reaction to what's going on around you in that very subtle way. So awesome you guys are both super intuitive that you had all those impressions well done thank you and now we can dive into some cards if that is interesting to both of you yeah absolutely all right are there any questions that you would like for me to focus on today or any intentions that you want to keep in mind any topics you'd like more clarity on ashley maybe the progress of what's to come i guess sure absolutely all right, so I'm just shuffling for you right now. I've seen both photos. Fo- I've seen photos of both of you, even though we've never met in person. So I've got a pretty good image in my mind, which is a great place to start. And we're just going to keep shuffling for a moment until I feel like it's time to stop shuffling. There's no real science to it. Okay, and I'm going to pull two cards for you. Cool. So. Your first card is the King of Cups. And when we encounter a king or a queen in tarot, they can mean one of two things. One is that they can represent actual physical people in our lives. So the King of Cups could represent um, a partner or perhaps a father figure, somebody um, who's got masculine qualities, who has a really big, beautiful heart, who's very open um, and loving and supportive. So that could be one interpretation of this card. The other interpretation can be um, that you are embodying the energy of the card. So it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. This can just this um, card can just represent the energy that's at work for you right now. So King of Cups energy is always a reminder to fill your own cup 
Um, it's a reminder that you can't pull from, pour from an empty pour from, an, from an empty cup or an empty glass. Um, so that's always a reminder that you um, have to put yourself first, but it's also a confirmation that you are super open-hearted right now. Um, is there a partner in your life right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this could represent him, certainly. Um, and then the Six of Cups is a card about nostalgia. So you might be, and this is a very common card for all of us to be feeling right now, is just like this yearning for kind of a simpler time or wanting to go back to the way things were. Um, and I think the energy of both of these cards is just a reminder that, they're, first of all, they're very emotional. Are you the one that said you were a Cancer? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So these cards are both super emotional. Cups are all about emotions. But they're also about intuition. So this is a call to tap into your intuition and just get in touch with how you're actually feeling about things. Um, and then, the, so the Six of Cups card, I think this is, you know, for all of us right now, we're kind of thinking about, we're yearning for what things were like just a couple of weeks ago. And I think the power of these cards is saying, we're not really ever going to go back to the way things were. Things are always going to be different. So how can you and your partner, instead of looking backwards and, um, you know, thinking about how wonderful things were a month or two ago or even a, a year ago, how can you look forward to the future? How can you, you know, change kind of, how can you adapt but also stay really strong together and emotionally support each other through this and um, just stay forward thinking, I think, is the big lesson here rather than, um, you know, being nostalgic and um, nostalgia is not bad, but in this case, we know that what we're going to be returning to is going to be inherently a little different. It's not going to be, you know, it's not like a doomsday situation down the line. We're all going to be okay, but things are going to be different. So just keeping that in mind when you and your partner are making decisions or having important conversations right now is just really important to remember to keep looking forward. I definitely feel that. Yeah, I think we're all feeling that way <laughs> to an extent. So you're certainly not alone, but um the great news is that card is like an awesome, awesome card <clears throat> to represent a partner. That's like the ultimate loving partner partnership. Um, so it seems like you got a good one. All right. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> awesome. Anything that you'd like me to keep in mind? Any int- intentions? Um, can you give me an example of what someone's used in the past? Yeah, of course. Um, so some people might say, you know, I'm at this fork in the road with my career um, or some people are come to me and say, I just got an offer for a new job. Should we take it? So, um, I do a lot of career readings. I also do a lot of just love readings. I'm single. I want to meet somebody or I just met this guy, you know, kind of anything, or you can just keep it super broad. Some people just say, I like to just see what comes up. Um, I will choose something about a career. I think it's one that a lot of our listeners can relate to is how we know we're on the right path with our career. Absolutely. That is a great question. All right. I'm just shuffling for you right now. And I'm going to pull two cards for you. Okay. Perfect. So the first card that comes up is the Knight of Pentacles. Um, Pentacles and tarot are always about career, finances, jobs. So this is a very fitting card, which just tells me that we're on the right path when we're asking this question. Um, the Knight of Pentacles has a really interesting energy to him. This card is masculine, but it can certainly apply to women as well. Um, and if you see the imagery of this card, this guy's got like a laser sharp focus on what he's looking at. We don't really know what he's looking at, but he's got his eyes so laser focused. And the thing about the Knight of Pentacles is that sometimes he can get too stuck in routine, too stuck in the mundane details. 
um, too stuck in the nitty gritty. So if that's making, you know, a lot of you go, oh yeah, that's kind of how I feel in my job. The second card is really where we look to get that clarity for what we should do. So the three of cups is all about expansion. It's about feeling supported and loved. It's about new opportunities to meet people. It's about new opportunities to explore ourselves. So I think what these two cards would say to somebody who's like, am I on the right path or not? It would actually turn the question back onto you and say, is what you're focusing so laser, laser, laser focused on? Is that making you feel expansive or is it making you feel small and too laser focused? Because the laser focus is like this, this zooming in so much on kind of the very small picture. And then the three of cups is very much about expansive, being open, seeing a bigger picture, experiencing new things. So I think this is a really important question for us to ask when we're looking at our careers is not only do I enjoy it, right? That's the question that everybody asks. Do I make enough money? But is this expanding me or is this keeping me too laser focused where I can't grow and I can't stretch the way I'm meant to stretch? Um, so that's, if that's really the question is, is this making me feel like I'm expanding? Like my network is expanding. Like the people around me are embracing me as I'm growing. So it's so much more. This question is actually thinking more about is the, is the environment that I'm growing in right now, the right environment for me? So that's what I would gather from these two cards. I don't know if that answers your question or not. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I think that question that you ask yourself, is this growing me right now? Am I growing in the right environment is a really good tip to kind of ask yourself when it comes to your career. So that was very helpful. Yeah, of course. And I think right now is just such this weird kind of parallel universe where so many of us are experiencing, you know, a lot of changes in our career. There's just so many layoffs and pay cuts and people are being furloughed. And so now might not be the right time to ask, you know, am I enjoying my career? Because it's probably changing for all of us. If you still have a job, your job's probably changing a little bit from what it used to be. So I think this question of like long-term, am I expanding here or am I contracting here? And the cool thing, I've done a lot of readings for people in the past two weeks or so as people are getting laid off and, you know, a lot, a lot of, you know, anxiety around careers coming up. And what's coming up again and again is not, you know, oh crap, this is a really scary time this is not, you know, people are saying, oh, crap, this is a scary time. But the cards are not reflecting back, oh, crap, this is a really scary time and a dire situation. The cards without fail every time are saying, this is an opportunity to reset. This is an opportunity to actually say, screw this job. I actually hate this job. I don't even like what I'm doing right now. I don't care that I'm furloughed. You know, some of us are fortunate to be able to make that decision right now and try something new or start something on our own. Um, and then the other, you know, for those of us that just need the income, it's like really providing that perspective that like this job doesn't have to be my forever dream job. I just have to pay the bills and that's okay. And then, you know, I, I can still, but it's a reminder and the perspective to say, I do deserve a job that makes me feel like it's my dream job. So just taking that moment right now to step back wherever we're at with our careers, whether it's feeling like really uncertain or whether it's feeling like, you know, oh yeah, I could keep doing this for five more years. It's just a really good opportunity to, to look from a bird's eye view and say, am I actually expanding here or am I, you know, just getting by or is this just fun, but I'm not actually growing. So those are some questions that are coming up a lot, but I think it's a really powerful opportunity for all of us to just really look honestly at what we're doing day to day and remembering how important it is. Perspective is everything right now. I think things that were really important to us a couple of weeks ago are just <laughs> not important at all anymore. Um, so I think 
all all in all, even though it is a painful time financially for a lot of people, I think we're all going to come out of this stronger with better perspective and a really stronger sense of self. That's incredible. And, you know, when you were reading my cards, I can relate a lot to what you were implying, because a few weeks ago, I was feeling really on top of the world with just about everything that was taking place. And now I'm <clears throat> even today, I was <laughs> thinking back on all of the uh, good that was taking place two weeks ago and mm-hmm. not really doubting, but just kind of, you know, frustrated with the whole progress and uh, situation. So it's very interesting. Everything's very interesting that you mentioned. Um, so if people want to reach out to you or get a hold of you and do what you just did for us, how can they do that and where can they contact you? Yeah, absolutely. So my Instagram is kind of my central hub. So if you go to my Instagram, it's just Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y dot Moser, M-O-S-S, two S's, E-R. Um, my website's there. You can send me a message if you just want to learn more. I'm more than happy to talk through all of this with anybody who wants to learn more. Um, but then on my website, you can just book with me and we just go from there. So I look forward to connecting with anybody who's interested. It would be really, really honored to work with you. Anything from relationships to career advice? Um, what other things have you talked about with some of your clients? Oh, sure. Um, personal growth comes up a lot, especially in the past um, few weeks or so. People are just saying, how can I make the most of this time? What do I need to be working on personally and spiritually? So that's a big one right now. Um, health comes up a lot, you know, family stuff comes up, you know, my, my relationship with my mom is strained. What's the source of that? Why don't I really understand how to, uh, um, connect with her? So you name it, we've done readings for it. Um, another really popular, um, kind of platform or method for a reading is comparing stuff. So if you've got two choices, if you've got a choice to make in your life and you've got two or three options, Tarot is an amazing tool to help you really objectively look at what's going on energetically in each different option. So those are actually kind of my favorite readings to do. Um, well, I just am obsessed with learning. I will learn absolutely anything that's out there in terms of all of the spiritual stuff. So I'm like a little bit of a, I'm a little bit of a spiritual nerd. So if you ever have any questions about different things or, you know, different terms that you've heard, I'm obsessed with all of it. I, and I'm also just like so interested by different religions, world religions. Um, so that's something that's really interesting to me. And I'm a, I'm a dog mom. I just adopted, I adopted um, a dog one year ago today and, um, or one year ago yesterday rather. And it's just amazing being a dog mom and having an animal around is like the best spiritual medicine. <laughs> it's amazing. True. <laughs> Highly recommend. Yeah, I agree. But that's it. Well, we thank you so much for taking the time. I think your career is super needed right now during all of our energy changing in this crazy pandemic. Um, We like to end all of our interviews with this or that questions. So we just fire them off and then you respond (laughs) as fast as you can. Awesome. I'm ready. Okay. Unicorns or dragons? (laughs) Oh, dragons. (laughs) Cancers or Capricorn? Cancers. Spiritual leader or tarot reader? Mm, spiritual leader. Dancing or yoga? Dancing. I think I know the answer, but cats or dogs? <laughs> I'm super allergic to cats, but I do love them, so I got to say dogs. <laughs> Day or night? Day. Witches or wizards? Ooh, witches. Come on. <laughs> reality or fiction? Ooh, reality. I um, love reality TV. 
Me too. <laughs> Amusement park or historical sites? Historical sites. I'm a dork. Ghost hunting or artifact hunting? Ghost hunting. <laughs> well, you passed. <laughs> Thanks again so much. This was really, really cool to learn about. Yeah, Thank it was you. so, so much. Thank you guys for having me. I really, it's been wonderful talking to you. Well, hey, thanks for hanging out with us. If you've enjoyed our podcast, we would love to have you back. Yeah, feel free to subscribe and give us your review. Hoping for five stars. Join us next time. And thanks for listening.